Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What was it like? Going to Wisconsin and being drafted fifth, right? Fifth pick by the Green Bay Packers, man. Actually, I got drafted by the Saints. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V-I-G! Hey, you want to think about the other day, Dinosaurs. Crazy, right? Yeah, when I talk to it, it says you have to speak in American English. Yeah. What other kind of English is there? Is there British? Thanks for asking. I'm going to put this as delicately as I know how. You can chortle my balls. Am I in hell? I deserve this. Get ready. Time yourself on this one. You can go to the bathroom, take it on, hmm? take the dog for a walk, but bring your transistor radio with you. Right. Don't guard that joint, my friend. Level test, level test, level test, test. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Uh, let's do famous threesomes for 200, please. It's tremendously big and tremendously wet. Roll another one. Radiant Durf. Just like the other one. Ugh, I'm a sweaty pot. This one seems to be about I just realized I do not know this bitch. And I need another hit. It's our time to shine. 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 shine. Roger that. Hear you loud and clear. Dude, time to hit the exercise machine. Just pass it around. Oh, no, you did not. Viva la France. And now. I'm just full of number ones. So it's it's better than being number two. Or going number two. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. It's Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. Mm-hmm. And in this case, Beer Mug. Yes. Yeah. Allie's a little sick. Sitting in again. Is everyone sick? I'm sick. I, Allie's sick. I thought I was getting sick on Wednesday when we had our... you beat it because of positive things. Exactly. Mm I Omar willed it out of myself. Great. Mm. But I also drank a lot of liquids. That also helps. Is it possible that you weren't sick? No, I was. I I started to get that tickle, Mm -hmm. but I have found in the past that if I I get it early enough and I just drain it out, it will just cut it right out. It Mm -hmm. sounds very sexy. Yeah. A lot of liquids. You were on a juice cleanse as well. Could have helped. That too. My immune system is up now. Could have helped. It could have. Jensen? I think he said my moon system. He did. Um, okay. <laughs> I, he meant immune. I, but yeah, I did mean yeah. immune. Yeah. My moon system is doing good, though. I um, I feel all right. Sick, not sick? No, okay. I'm, not, I'm not sick. All right. I, I mean, I, I ha- knock yeah. on, on dirty desk that we have here. Mm-hmm. 
I have not gotten sick since taking this job a year and a half ago. That's a miracle. That is a miracle. And now I will have jinxed it, and I mm-hmm. will get very sick yep. and die. But I think I think I'm doing all right, and I think the staff overall only one person's out today, mm-hmm. correct? So that's pretty good. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I have to visit the doctor after the show today. Just uh oh. Wait, wait. I just I can't stop coughing for the life of me. Oh no, really? It's, yeah, it's just the same. But really, no other symptoms. Sort of. You know hmm. what I mean? Hmm. So you're Sinus saying stuff, coughing you're, stuff. You're sick, is what you're saying. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm partially sick. Okay, I'm well, not going to give it a full sick. That's not good. No, it's, I it's thought fine. I felt safe until now. No, no. I'm, oh, you mean you're going to get sick from me? Yeah. After oh, I just possible. said I've never got sick. I mean, in that a year is possible. I did sort of tee that one up for that you. That would be very ironic, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if ironic works. Mm. Not nonstop coughing with nothing else going on. That's not one of the symptoms of Corona, is it? I mean, uh, no, but I think. <laughs> I think it's probably a good start. <laughs> that's you're taking a few steps on the way to Corona. Yeah, like I'm I'm coughing a lot, but that that's it. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, but I mean, like I take my temperature; it's not up, and that's okay. the main that's one. I think that's one, one of yes. the main ones. Yeah, okay, so good. all good. All right, just don't like Superman. Don't hand me anything. Plus, I heard on the uh, the don't news hand this- me anything. Like, don't I don't want to touch any papers right. or pens or yeah. whatever. I heard on the news this morning that the only confirmed case of Corona has happened in Chicago. Really? I thought there were like four or five in the United States. I, you know, that's the problem. I don't know what's going on. I've heard four or five, and then I heard this morning one. So that's why, I, I mean, people are probably panicking, right? Because we don't, they don't know what's going on? Is that what's happening? Well, I mean, what happens is something like this comes along, and then it's so novel in the news that the news goes crazy over it. And then people like us sort of make jokes and make all the stabs, and we're going to die tonight. And it, I think it just sort of becomes this popular thing where it's like, oh, we're all going to die from this now. Yeah, but then the health organization uh, upgraded it yeah. yesterday, and they're saying that— What uh, they call it, a world— Yeah, like a health issue, yeah. and then the United States is saying, don't travel to China. So I know in the 7 a.m. hour, we are having Dr. Mo on, friend of the show, mm-hmm. true doctor. Mm-hmm. He has thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. And they're— They're he's shocking. Not, he's not at all happy with this. No, he thinks that this is all hype. Yep. So whipping people into a needless frenzy. Correct. Which is what we do here. (laughs) What apparently the rest of the world's doing too. But he's Uh, had it. He's had it with this. But I am interested. I'm excited to talk to him because I really was I mean, if you just go by what we're being told, right? I think like my mom came over yesterday to see the baby Mm -hmm. and I told her, she goes, She can't believe it. You know, she's doing her mom thing. All our moms would be terrified of this Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I and I go, you know, I, uh, the doctor we have on the show is on tomorrow, and we kind of know what he feels. And here's some statistics. And she still, she couldn't break the mold. Like, she was like, no, that. that she was paranoid specifically still, for herself still, and or her grandbaby? Everyone. Yeah, everyone. everyone. Huh. You're like, Mom, why are you wearing a hefty bag? Yeah, uh, <laughs> what's going on? Why are you wearing a helmet, an astronaut helmet? <laughs> um, but, yeah, she uh, she was very scared. And for good reason. Yeah. Not really. Come on. The news mm. is all over the place with this. Yeah, I guess. They're showing, like, skeletons and being like, this could be you tomorrow. They don't yeah. say that. Yes, they do. Guys, I the... wish they would. <laughs> you remember the bird flu? Yeah. That was kind of the same thing, right? They were all yeah. the, all of these come in cycles. Bird just... flu, swine flu. Yep. yep, yep. Killer bees. Killer bees. Remember killer bees? Sure. I thought for sure we would just we would be gone and the world would just be controlled by bees. <laughs> it seems like there's one of these every, I don't know, year? Yeah. yeah. And then everybody panics and then it goes away and it didn't affect us at all, really. Mm-hmm. And then we move on. H1N1. Yeah. There's, I mean, this happens all the time, and then it goes away. Yep. But at the same time, the flu is terrifying, and that's what we're going to get into at 7. Yeah. Because the flu is killing people. That is actually a killer. That is. Yes. All right. Let's uh, talk about the rest of today's show, shall we? I stand corrected. 
This is compelling radio. People are dumb. Okay. Hot take Jensen. Oh, yeah. That, I'm, Jensen's very upset about something. I'm locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Buck, who's the play-by-play announcer for the game this weekend. Mm-hmm. Talk to him on the show. We have uh, Dr. Mo, as we mentioned. Yes. Talk about coronavirus and how we're all going to die. Uh, Super Bowl party disasters. This has to happen a lot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A, sports fans. B, alcohol. Yeah. Betting. If, yeah. And if everyone's there rooting on the same team and then it's like 38 to 0, oh. you're losing. Yeah. The spirits completely Done. turn. Yeah. We also have what's happening and we have Keep It 100 because it's Friday. And, and Steve-O. Oh, yeah. The man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> And Steve-O. He's coming in here. He is. I got a lot of thoughts about his new tour. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> that guy's just a crazy man, isn't he? Yeah, he's like, I'm calming down in my 40s. He's doing stunts on his tour that he never would have mm-hmm. done before. <laughs> I was like, how is that calming That's down? Not calming down You're at actually all. doing more. Yeah. He's ramping it up. Yeah. So we'll talk to Steve-O as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. KROQFM. It's Kevin in the morning. The world famous K-Rock. Ellie is at home. Mm-hmm. But Muggs is here with a look at what's happening. I know, you sound like you're getting sick. Yeah, this is a you. nightmare. That cough is turning into... Uh, no, all good. 100%. No, I'm 100%. Def- you're definitely not 100%. 100%. Not good. No, I'm good at math. <laughs> I'm not. And I know you're not 100%. I'm going to say 100%. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Muggs, what do you got? Sunday is the big game, as we all know it, and uh, many of the Super Bowl ads that this event is known for have been edited due to this past Sunday's tragedy, Uh, one of them including a uh, Hyundai Genesis commercial featuring Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. The beginning of the commercial shows a helicopter scene, Mm. so they have edited edited that out to remain sensitive to what has happened. Also... Hard Rock International edited a Super Bowl commercial to remove scenes including fellow NBA legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which I I, I, I could see, like, it's kind of weird, but... Just because he was a Laker? I can see it. Yeah. Well, no, else, he and also he, came he out in statement. Yeah. Maybe because he's being, like, super goofy or something. I, I haven't seen yeah, the commercial, be, but, you know... It who, makes sense. They, right. they don't want to say, oh, what, Kareem's in here. What? You or know. that they're, like, uh, I guess capitalizing on the idea that Kareem's out right. there. Right, Yeah, okay, exactly. maybe I'll take that. So uh, those couple... Also, we uh, heard about the Planner's Peanut commercial where Mr. Peanut's funeral scene. That, mm-hmm. yeah. They totally completely pulled that commercial, so we won't even be seeing that. We'll never be able to mourn nope. Mr. Peanut, right. which is... Well, wait, it. now hold on. Which is the true problem. But hold on, does huh? he die or does he not die? Great question. Mr. Peanut, I think, is fine now. We'll have it, to find yeah, out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, we all love James Corden here on this show. We do. Correct. Uh, he revealed recently in an interview that he sought out therapy after fame went to his head. Uh, Corden revealed to the New Yorker that friends and family began to take exception to his increasingly spoiled behavior after the success of his sitcom, Gavin and Stacy in 2008. Mm. Yes. Uh, he quoted, he's quoted as being saying, I started to behave like a brat. That I just don't think I am. Uh, he also shared, it's so intoxicating, that first flush of fame, and I think it's even more intoxicating if you're not bred for it. And then he said, these are people, but they're cats, and this is kind of blowing my mind. Yeah, right. I gotta be honest, I don't know how you live in that world with that kind of attention, and it doesn't go to your head somehow. It has to. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the somehow. All, all this special treatment that yeah. celebrities get, you start expecting it, right? I would think. I uh, I mean, I guess I, I, I was business partners with James mm-hmm. for years. I Jensen wrote on his show, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would ever think he was like a spoiled brat. But I do know for him, he he had kids and he had all these things. So I think for him, it was like he wanted to keep his 
you know, ego grounded. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So more than anything, I think it was like preliminary in real life, even though he's kind of, kind of essing on himself there. But he's always been nice to me. Yeah, I've never met him, but I, he seems like a nice yeah, guy. He's, he's clearly beloved <laughs> yeah. on screen because yeah. he's like a cute little, you know, Cupid uh, baby. It was funny. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. He's like a New 100%. Year's baby. 100%. Yeah. Corden also said that his, um, his mother revealed that she had prayed for him while his sisters simply insisted him not to be a D-head. Right. So I'm surprised his must, head could get technically any bigger. That's though. true. It's he quite does large. have a large noggin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is exciting news. I, I was surprised by, by, the by way, this. I've oh. never heard that story. I've never of heard say? an actor or someone on te- personality mm-hmm. say, I went to get some help therapy because my family said I was getting too big a head. That just doesn't happen. No, it would be a, a nice admission. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was really nice. Uh, Paul Rubens attempted to make a film comeback for his classic character Pee Wee Herman several years ago uh, in the his uh, Netflix original movie Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that revealed some news that he is still trying to make a dark Pee Wee Herman film. Yeah. So he came face. No, no, that would that would be pretty bad. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be able to get the money for that. You're Kevin. not saying that. Okay. Not in 2020. No, no, not at all, Kevin. The dark Pee. Oh no, he's no, coughing. No, no, he's no, coughing no. I'm not. Yeah, he just coughing. So he came out with Pee Wee's Big Holiday, and it was real. That that's not what he he didn't really even want that movie. Mm-hmm. He wanted it to be darker. Um, it received mixed reviews, and he had pitched a darker idea to Judd Apatow, yeah. who was involved with the holiday movie. And um, Pee Wee, or uh, Paul Rubens, rather, he said he wanted the plot involving Pee Wee to be, re- be released from prison, becoming a yodeling star. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry? Becoming a yodeling star. You know the story. I yeah, mean, it's very sure. typical. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Nice. I I do think I used to do a Pee Wee again, much like Bart. But I I think my voice is normally Pee Wee. Pee Wee ish. Yeah. Like this is try it. This is my normal voice. Hold on. This is my normal voice. Uh, Did you take my bike? That feels normal, Pee Wee. Okay. This is me doing Pee Wee. Did you take my bike? Okay. Was that good? You got to throw in the ha ha. Okay. Hold on. That's a little less part of it. All right. uh, Like I know. Tequila. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, it's better, better than your bark. <laughs> better? It's, yeah. It's way better That's than your bark. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, take there it There it is. Knitting! <laughs> and knitting! That's pretty good. That's great. I'm proud of myself. Good job, Jetson. No more bark. <laughs> no more bark. <laughs> uh, so after uh, he is released from prison and becomes a yodeling star, he moves to Hollywood, finds stardom on the big screen, which leads to a dark path of pills and alcohol <laughs> and eventually shock treatment at a mental hospital. Wow. So- Large bird sent me. <laughs> <laughs> nope. When they pulled him. Uh, I, was, I was doing a totally different movie. Never mind. Good job. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so when when Rubens pitched that all that <laughs> that wonderful idea to Apatow, uh, Judd talked him out of it. Mm-hmm. But Rubens has still been shopping around the idea ever since. He now says that the Safdie brothers, who made this year's Uncut Gems, mm-hmm. may be interested. So Kevin, all right, stay tuned for a dark, not blackface, Pee Wee Herman film. Mm-hmm. I think I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty good. It Between is. Muggs and I, it's pretty good. We're really killing it. I know you are, but what am I? The word of the day is depression. <laughs> Alcohol. Alcoholism. <laughs> oh. Who wants Xanax? 
It's kind of my normal voice. I like it. I'm not really doing much to it. Oh, man. Keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. Today's celebrity birthdays, Portia de Rossi, Justin Timberlake, Kerry Washington, Mini Driver, baseball pitching legend Nolan Ryan, John Lydon, other guys known as Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols, uh, and Marcus Mumford. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. LA and OC's alternative rock. You know what I've learned? People are dumb. Dumb. This is a strange story out of Texas. Two crooks were getting away with a TV mm-hmm. on a motorcycle. A big screen TV they stole. Just holding it. Yes. Okay. And they got away. Oh. Here's the mm. story. It's definitely not something you see every day. A 50-inch TV sandwiched between two people on a motorcycle. People in the Alvin area captured these images. Just an hour before this, a burglary happened at a home on County Road 101 and 90 in Manville. By the way, um, there were many, many pictures and many, many videos. Sure, like people driving by being like, that's a weird look. Why would you hold a 15-inch TV on a motorcycle between two guys? It's stupid even without the robbery. Yes. It was just before 3 on Monday. Home surveillance video shows their motorcycle pull up to the home. The thieves head to the back patio, look around, then they rip a TV out of a cabinet that had been drilled into it. By the way, this is funny because they do have every step of this thing they have on video. Every step. They, you see they them were, pulling up to the house. They were completely them, captured. Yeah, the whole time. Wow. Beginning to end. You then see them get back on the bike with the TV in tow, where they were sighted all over Brazoria County. To ride in plain sight and with a TV. It's unfortunate and absolutely brazen. You should have some shame, quite frankly. Shut up, man on the street. (laughs) We don't need that from me. We need you to just jump to conclusions and yell about it. I want to take your mistakes and capture it from beginning to end, sir. What the hell? You know, that's no shame whatsoever. Shut up. Brazoria County deputies say they followed the thieves but lost them. How? I mean, I I know motorcycles can get away from cars. I do know that. Yes. How do you lose a motorcycle with two guys and a 50-inch screen on it? Well, the new TVs are lighter these oh, days. Oh, yeah, and they, so are, they are pretty basically sleek. Like, they're sleek and slim. It's, so. a, it's a bit of a, of a wind block, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how they get away. Huh. This has to be the most embarrassing. And also, thing. it's all caught on Take video. that man on the street. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, you should be ashamed. Dude, we got away, bro. <laughs> Stealing and on a motorcycle and just putting it out there to where look at me you know like i don't you know i mean it's looks bad shut up man on the street they got away hater right why is he a narc oh hate that guy he sucks uh st pete man tried to carjack an undercover cop police say this comes out of tampa florida Thank God for Florida. We oh. know what's up with Florida. God yeah. bless it. And yeah. I always listen for those stories so that we don't repeat. We don't have to. No, no, there's enough. A Tampa, Florida man, Donald Stephen Dugray, 20, was running from the police when he tried to carjack a vehicle. Inside the car, he tried to carjack an undercover cop. Oh! Wow. He hit. Uh, he, he dealt with two vehicles, both of them cops. Oh, very good. Uh, Gulfport police tried to stop him on his bicycle that night after he ran a light, mm-hmm. and he took off and crashed into a sergeant cruiser. Love it. Doug Ray hit the ground, and a gun fell out of his waistband. Oh, hero. That was loaded. Oh, good. He picked up the gun and ran away from police, then tossed the gun onto the roof of a nearby diner. Officers later recovered it. It had mm-hmm. five bullets in it. Doug Ray was running from the police, and an undercover officer who was moving into the area to help pulled up his car. Doug Ray grabbed the guy and leaned in and said, get out of your car, I need it. 
The officer hit Doug Ray with the door and pulled his gun on him. Officers then caught up to Doug Ray and took him into custody. In addition to attempted carjacking, Doug Ray was arrested on charges of carrying a concealed firearm, resisting arrest, fleeing police, and tampering with evidence. Bad luck, man. He hit a he hit a police car yep. and tried to steal a police car. Yep. Insanity. High high goals. What <laughs> what do you do when you can't keep up at work? I mean, I don't know, Kevin. Can't keep up. Maybe you tell us. Right? I should tell you. <laughs> Let's ask Jason Dela Cruz, a United States postal worker. Stress and pressure. That's what caused a U.S. Postal Service employee to put mail into a storage unit instead of delivering it. Hmm. It states he rented the unit for $49 a month. And when he couldn't finish his route, he would drop off the undelivered mail there. <laughs> he just would just go, you know what? It. Not done. Rented a unit just yes. to put all the mail that he could not handle. <laughs> just dump it in, in there. It. it was just a T- huge mound of mail that hadn't been done. I mean, that's, he, he did this day after day after day after day. It's pretty ingenious. It's Jason pretty De La Cruz was charged with delay in mail delivery by a postal employee. He pled guilty in court. I think if that's an extra expense, you know, why would he do that? Shut up, woman on the street! <laughs> yeah. People are haters! What's yeah. wrong with these people? He told News 3 that at first he intended to deliver the mail when he had time, but got overwhelmed and fell behind. De La Cruz told News 3 he takes full responsibility for the crime. He didn't want to be interviewed on camera, but said the job just wasn't a right fit for him. I think it's uh, really important now, more than ever, that we don't need your reaction to things that we hear, and we kind of just take a, a moment and step back and empathize. Shut up! Who are Man these? on the street. Yeah. Who are these people? You're not a judge. You're not a jury. Yeah. You're just a dude. They're asking for a comment. Be entertaining. We'll try to gain it. all the facts before we make a decision on being a judge, jury, and executioner. He admitted it. Documents <laughs> reveal that he didn't steal mail, and the post office eventually got it sent out. And ultimately, uh, it's going to be on the judge if he's found guilty of a felony or, or what level of punishment he's going to receive. Yeah, right. We know that. Thank you, Ben. Way street. too thoughtful. God. Let me just say this. You guys remember that story in Mobile, Alabama, where there was a leprechaun in oh, a yeah, tree? Oh, yeah, in the tree, man. Oh! This is what you want from a man on the street interview. Mm-hmm. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. And it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. That is the yeah. kind of interview yep. that you need on the yeah, news. You think that they thought out the leprechaun's thoughts and motives and no. said that the judge needs to decide? No, nah, man, there was a leprechaun in the tree. Be entertaining, people. Please. That's what I'm saying. The news will interview anyone. Yes. So if you get your chance, please be entertaining. Please. And that's People Are Dumb. Dumb. It's Kevin in the Morning on K-Rock. Kevin in the Morning. Kevin. The world famous K-Rock. The listeners have been begging for it, and here it is. Have they? The return of Hot Take Jones! It's time for Hot Take Jones. Millennials are so stupid. She's a total loser. Believe in him. What if I lick my dog's butt? His name is Jensen. Please. He's got a hot take on everything. My two-year-old penis? Yeah. Assuming this will be shards out the mouth. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. Wow. All right. Interesting. Did, did not approve that. What's the uh, problem today, Jensen? Okay. So uh, you know I'm a basketball head. Yes. I am a baseball head. Mm-hmm. I even got a little more into football because of this job. Wow. Sports are my thing. I wrote the ESPYs for like six years. Some yes. Crazy. Right. I'm I'm a sports guy. Uh huh. I'm an athletic fan. Mm-hmm. Soccer is BS. I'll tell you why. And I know it's the world's biggest sport. 
Okay, I so know, you know you're on the wrong side of history. I know it's massive. Okay. I know that for the past 20 years, they've been telling us that everyone's going to play soccer, and yet it's still kind of a small minority here in the U.S. I know that we have MLS. I know we have World Cup. I know we have all these things, and I've had people for years tell me soccer is the way to go. But I say... Let me make this real clear, Katui. If there is one thing in this world I cannot stand, it is soccer. Okay, <laughs> and that's because of one reason. All right, why? Extra time. It is... Extra time, why? The killer of the sport. Because imagine if in basketball, right, we watch the game, and then at the end of the four quarters, right, when you're so excited for a buzzer beater, right? Oh, here it comes, they're down two, and a guy shoots with one second left. The referee runs out and he goes, few more minutes, and then everyone starts playing again. That is what soccer does. So, Except, so for, except for there's no surprise to that. Everybody that's playing soccer knows that this is the rule. Well, there's still a surprise as to how long the time is going to be. Sure. So what they do is they make, uh, basically the game goes on, for those who don't know, for those who are lucky enough to not know this stupid rule. They basically go on a whole game, and as the game's going, the clock runs through the whole thing. Never so, stops. That's so, the difference yes, between basketball. I'll let you know. Yeah. So unlike basketball, during a dead ball, they'll stop the clock. Right. So this happens during substitutions, assessment of injuries to players, removal of injured players from the field of play, wasting time, mm -hmm. which couldn't be more, you know, like, oh, are they wasting time? Which happens all the time, by But the it's way. all in someone's mind, yeah. all in the referee's mind. Correct. And this is legitimately the other reason. You ready? This, I just gave you a bunch of them. Those made sense. Mm -hmm. The last one is any other cause. Just any other cause. That's what the referees use. So the referee has the discretion to add time for any other cause? Correct. So okay. like if there's a streaker on the field. They, right. they, stops they, the game. They that's the kind the, of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But the, again, it is not, you know, it's not apples to apples. So for example, the referee can see something and he goes, ah, that was about 60 seconds. They don't actually, they have a, a watch a lot, yeah. but they admit they don't use it all the time. It's not official. No, not at all. Not at all. That's true. Now. Beyond that, crazier thing, all right? So far, no, you said nothing wrong. Okay. <laughs> crazier than that, right? Right. So, for example, throughout the whole game, I'm like 60 seconds, 40 seconds. I'm letting my fourth referee know these are all my times. 40 seconds. So you would think, okay, that's cool. He's keeping track, even if it's not perfect. At the end of the stoppage that he's said throughout the whole game, he can also just keep going. Oh, no, it's a minimum. A of minimum however of however many minutes. So, he said, so he'll say four minutes. He'll say a minimum of four minutes. Could be longer based on his discretion. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah, uh, that is what the only sport I think that does it that way. It is insane. Mm -hmm. And so, like for example, goals and cards uh, and yellow cards, red cards. Those are usually expected to count for about thirty seconds of added time. So those celebrations that you know, the people running, throwing their you know on their uh, shins, just like putting their arms up in the air. So exciting. All that gets added That's to thirty seconds. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh no, it's not exciting. Okay. It's stupid because <laughs> it adds time to the game. Ah. There is no true guideline as to how this goes down. So, be excited for being down a goal, right? And then they go, oh, we're adding four minutes or, right. at the end. A minimum of four a minutes. A minimum. You'll never know when the game's actually ending. So you can have all the suspense you want, all the things you love from sports, the ninth inning home run, the last minute three-pointer, all of it won't mean anything if the referee just thinks there should be more time. So, like, case closed! I mean... I'm going to give you a, a worse example of that. Oh, wait, you're on my side? Yeah, uh um, he's traveled to no, other countries to see this sport, I, I and he's love, admitting it's BS. I love this sport. Okay. Although I did write an article before in a magazine saying that it sucked. Okay. And I said that they should eliminate 80 yards of the field so that they could just shoot at each other. And then also, if it gets to overtime, they should just drop another ball, and they're both live. By the way, by the way, th <laughs> those ideas make better sense than just letting the referee add time. But that's at the before end of the game. I learned, Jensen. Before I knew the okay. game, so I love the game. Let me know why this. this terrible rule makes sense. I'm going to tell you why it's worse than you think. Okay. <laughs> that's no help. Because the referee always, for the good of the game, if your team is attacking and he thinks the time is up, 
in his mind now, mm-hmm. he goes, all right, it's been four and a half minutes. I should blow the whistle. If the team is attacking, he'll let them finish attacking. That's right. So so if you're on offense, basically, and you're in the middle of a, a possible goal, yes. he just goes, let him try. Let him try it. Let him go. Even though, him the, even, though, even though the fake time I've made up is finishing, I'm still going to mm-hmm. let them keep moving. There was a guy in the World Cup. The ball was in the air over toward the goal, and he blew the whistle dead, and mm-hmm. they sent him home immediately. Because that's just not how you do it. Wow. If you let that team get, have another try. Can I tell you another thing? Soccer players have admitted, and I again, maybe Kevin needs to explain this better. They've admitted that if they're winning, they just stall time throughout the whole game because they know that the seconds aren't going to be exact. So if you just stall the time, it's never going to be as long. Oh, they as... do that all the time. Super annoying. What is the sport? It's it, super annoying. It seems crooked. It is a crooked game. I don't know. I mean, I think they do a pretty good job considering there's so much um, subjective from the ref. Mm-hmm. And they probably learned so much by the perfect example set by the World Cup committee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, basically, what I'm saying is this sport is completely filled with crime, no, cheating. It makes baseball look like Boy Scouts. Uh, if you're Stop. talking about if you're talking about faking injuries and stuff like that, yes. Because if they fake injuries, no matter what, the time that they steal from the clock uh-huh. will never be exact to the time that's yeah. Put that's back annoying. On it. That's annoying. And I do think that they should go back and find people retroactively. If you're faking an injury, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that drives me crazy. Uh, retroactively, go back after the game, look at the video. If you're faking it, give them a fine. I think they should do that, but yeah. they don't really ever. So what you're saying is. Yeah, I'm assuming this will be Shark Out the Mouth. This is Kevin in the Morning with Ali and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock KROQ. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Joe Buck, mm-hmm. play-by-play for Super Bowl 54 in Miami. Good morning, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning. How are my friends out there in Los Angeles? We are good. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I mean, it's uh, it's Miami. It's South Beach. It's uh, it's speedboats and bad suits and everything <laughs> else and uh, getting ready to do a game to 115 million people. Oof. Is there any difference to you? You know, from a playoff game to the Super Bowl. To just an exhibition game. Yeah. 
I mean, I could say no, because I think if if you say that, then you're admitting that you do less work uh, oh, I see. for sure. the other games. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but but uh, yeah, there's there's something different. I, I, there's so much hype, and there's two weeks of of just talk about the game, and then we talk about the game, and eventually they kick off, and then it actually does become a game. So I think once the, the it kind of settles in, then it feels more normal. But I think the lead in and the whole mental gymnastics you go through of worrying about how many people are on the other side of that camera. Uh, I, I think it's hard to get that out of your mind, but you have to do your best to to make that the case. What's your week like leading up to announcing the Super Bowl? Have you been there just this week or just? Yeah, no, we just got, I, we, I think we all got down here Monday, uh, had a, a Fox event on Monday evening just with our little production group, uh, and then Tuesday was our own media day where people are coming up to you asking really normal routine questions and then stupid questions. Sure. And uh, and so, you know, you, you grin and bear it for an hour and then uh, go to dinner as, as a little production group. And then Wednesday and Thursday are kind of the long days where you're going to practice. Wednesday we went to Kansas City's practice, went over to their hotel and that uh, the whole process, because of the drive around Miami in this area, probably took six hours. And the same yesterday, sweet uh, with with the Forty ers So it's it, you know they're they're long days, but but there's plenty of pockets of time to kind of either a relax, which I did all last night. I didn't do anything except sit in the room and watch the movie Parasite. Or B, <laughs> sure, very chill. Uh, yeah, very chill. Yeah, <laughs> who knew? How good is Parasite? I mean. So many laughs. Interesting ending. Yeah. How great was that? <laughs> that was my favorite it movie was, last year. It's great. Yeah, I turned off my my iPad and just smiled my way to sleep <laughs> at the end of that. Last feel night. good, feel um, good movie for Joe Buck. <laughs> yeah, right before the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, this weekend's pretty good. My daughters will be in town. My wife is here, uh, and we'll we'll try to get as much normal family time, and then just go do the game on Sunday and get the hell out of here on Monday question joe i i guess my like you my favorite part about your calling is you really focus on storytelling a lot more than other announcers what are the big stories out of this super bowl for people who only tune into the game just for 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 you know the last one of the season yeah and i think a lot of people tune in to for other parts of it whether it's the the super bowl ads mm-hmm. or uh you know it's halftime, halftime and, yeah. and all that goes into that so I think you have to keep it really basic, uh, almost more than than you would a regular game. I think all that information's out there. If you're a diehard fan, and and uh, you know, especially these two teams, I think fans will get frustrated a little bit if they follow the Chiefs and the 49ers all year to to realize how basic some of the storylines are. But mm-hmm. to answer your question, I, I think it's easy to forget that San Francisco has gone five and 11 and then four and 12 the last two years. Yeah. And now here they are in the Super Bowl. It's been a quick turnaround with a quarterback that was holding a clipboard for Tom Brady and the new England Patriots uh, for three years and actually has two Super Bowl rings, but has never stepped onto the field. And now he's the main guy for the, for the 49ers. And then Patrick Mahomes is one he's he's a freak athlete and an unbelievable quarterback but but I think all that once you get to know him a little bit and you talk to their PR staff he's an even better young guy and doesn't need a 
doesn't need a camera crew with him to go visit a hospital or a school. He just does stuff because he knows it's an important role he plays. I, I just I That's love cool. the guy, and yeah. I think he's got the chance to to be one of the all-time greats, and he can literally take over a game. I just don't see anybody else these days that has that ability, whether he wants to run it, throw it, uh, pitch it, whatever he wants to do, he, he can he can ruin a defense even when the defense is playing and doing exactly what they should be doing. We're talking to Joe Buck. Uh, he's doing the play-by-play on Fox for the Super Bowl. Uh, 49ers Chiefs looks on paper like it's a perfect matchup. Many, many Super Bowls don't go that way. Even if they look good beforehand, seems like a blowout happens a lot of times. Are you worried about that with this game? Yeah, we've done those. You know, we did the... Uh, we did the Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, yep. And let me tell you, time, you think time on a treadmill feels like it's not moving? <laughs> Try doing a Super Bowl that's a blowout, and you know that the audience is the biggest of the year, and your network is hanging everything they have on it, and the game's not competitive. So, you know, but we also then followed that up with 28-3 to three, uh, midway through with the Falcons leading the Patriots, and the Patriots came back and won the game yep. in overtime. So you can't you can't give up mm-hmm. on the game. Uh, and heck, Kansas City's been down 24 to nothing in the second quarter this year, uh, two rounds ago against Houston, and they were winning at halftime. So it's you just have to stay in it and and not worry about the blowout. But when you get it, uh, that's when all the research and all the work kind of comes into play. Hopefully, I don't have to get into any of that stuff. <laughs> uh, where I mean, it would be amiss of us to not talk baseball with you. You're synonymous with the sport. Going into next season, how does baseball fix this? Well, I I I, I would be really interested to see. First of all, they haven't handed down the punishments to the to the Boston Red Sox, and I'm I would be really interested to know how pervasive this this issue is. I I think it's naive to think that it was only one organization doing it when there's so much player movement uh, and, and guys are on the Astros one day and they could be in the Rangers bullpen the next day and pitching against those guys. So I, I think it's a little more all over major league baseball than I, I ever knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I didn't know any of that. You know, it seems silly, but it seems so rudimentary to, to have a guy banging on a trash can yeah. with a bat. Yeah, and, and none of it really, really does. Yeah, it's it. bring the noise, bring the funk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like all of a sudden you're at like the Blue Man group or Stomp <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and a baseball game breaks out. But I, I, I just don't know. I don't know how many teams are doing it. I haven't heard a, a, a ton of complaints. I mean, everybody kind of raises an eyebrow, but – I, I just think that this is more of a big deal. How do they fix it? My partner, John Smoltz, on, on Major League Baseball, thinks they should go to an earpiece. And maybe that's the best way. Um, go to a, some wait, sort wait, of who a goes to the, the catcher and the pitcher? Oh, pitcher. so there's no more, catcher, no more signs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, there's I see no what's... more signs. And, and you go, well, that's ridiculous. Well, they do it in the NFL, yeah. and nobody yeah. seems to have any problem with it. Now you're going to have to get used to that. Uh, and maybe that's something that starts in the minor leagues. The problem, the, the real problem is not only is there, you know, is is it so far across the line and brutal for the game, but uh, it slows everything down because every, everybody's paranoid. So even when nobody's on base, they're going through a set of signs to tell the pitcher what to throw, and and just there's it's everything stagnant. So they need to they need to figure out a way to eliminate the paranoia, mm-hmm. and if they can get rid of the paranoia by these teams, then I think it also speeds up the game. But it's 
it's really far across the line, and, and it just leaves a bad taste, I think, in everybody's mouths Agreed. looking back on, on those postseasons. Yep. Joe, I have to ask you this question. I know you've been asked it a thousand times, and you've heard the clip a thousand times, but I did see the clip again of you calling a touchdown while peeing. Uh, and if you don't mind yeah. indulging me for one second, this is Joe Buck. And the flash is sharp. Touchdown, Packers. And you made that call while peeing. Yeah, you know, I think what people don't realize is, uh, along with being a human pinata on social media, uh, we also have have functions we have to perform. No way. Sure. You know, eating, uh, you know, taking on fluids, and then getting rid of fluids. So <laughs> it depends on what stadium you're in. Sometimes it's no big deal. But that was a game in old Milwaukee County Stadium, and where the the broadcast booth was. You had to do like a Tom Cruise uh, Mission Impossible thing to go down to the bathroom, and the half wouldn't end. And so I was either going to collapse out of uh, absolute uh, agony, or I was so I kicked everybody out of the booth. I was wearing a parka because it was freezing, and after they handed me a little uh, bottle of water, like I was uh, an empty bottle, water bottle, mm -hmm. I knocked that away and uh, brought the trash can over and. <laughs> Yeah, it's a really classy story. Uh, it, it's, it's, called me, it's called me writing a book and being way too honest. Worth, worth every dollar, Joe Buck, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Yes. Super, Super Bowl announcer, Joe Buck. Absolutely. Yes, that will not be the case uh, on Sunday as there is a and bathroom you know literally right oh, okay, outside okay. the door. Beautiful. You had, them, uh, you had them make that change right after that yeah. call? Just still check all your water bottles, Joe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, all of that is true, and yes, I, that's the first thing I check when I go in and make sure that uh, I'm not going to have to do any sprinting or, uh, you know, repelling to get to the uh, <laughs> That would be awesome if you had to repel. Joe Buck, uh, we, yeah. uh, we always appreciate your time. You're always kind to come on the show. We really appreciate it, and good luck on Sunday, and uh, say hi to your family. I will. I definitely will, and uh, I will. I'm going to have fun on Sunday. I Great. keep reminding myself of that. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. We appreciate it. Bye, Joe. This is Kevin in the Morning on K-Rock. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. 106.7 K-Rock UFM. Jensen, why can you not stop chewing your hands off? I don't. To be honest, I don't know. It's so embarrassing because I'm able to have restraint towards everything else in my life. Mm -hmm. I've, I've never truly dealt with an addiction. It is kind of a gross thing. To it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. It, I've been doing it since uh, before I could remember. I, I don't even think I know when I started. Probably kindergarten. Well, you have OCD. Yes. Right? Yeah. It was a part of that? And I don't... I. I guess I, at this point, I admit that I have no understanding of it. And yeah. that's why I wanted to bring it up on the show is that it was supposed to be my New Year's resolution. I did great for about 20 days. And I and I even started to grow pretty long nails. I think I showed you guys. Mm -hmm. I was I was pretty impressed with how strong they still were for a guy who's picked at him his whole life. I wanted you to go for that four-inch nail thing. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, that, I wanted uh, that. Coke nails yeah. on all of them? Yes, like yes all Edward of them. Edward Scissorhands yeah. of Coke? Yep. Um, yeah, I was into that. Uh, but I don't know. I'm embarrassed. I can't believe that I'm unable to do it. And that's why I wanted to open it up not only to you, but to listeners who feel that they've conquered biting their fingernails. They could call in 1-800-520-1067. Uh, or I just look to you two as my spiritual guide. Wow, what... you, got, you have it rough then if you're I, looking at me and mugs. I well, can't I can't fix this. I mean, I do have a little experience in this arena. Mm -hmm. I used to bite my nails constantly in that. But uh, your toenails, that's very what? different. <laughs> look, if I could bite my toenails, I'd be doing other things before I could reach my toenails. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, so that that kind of moved on to doing my cuticles, mm-hmm. and then I, I I had for a year I would just chew and not like oh. it was so bad, like to the point, like I still have a little like you have uh, remnants of cuts? remnants, of, yeah, wow. and, and like and then all the, all I did to really get over it, and this is not great. But now I just twizzle my beard. I think it's just a nervous habit. I've seen you twizzle your beard so many yeah. times. I'm like, what is he <laughs> I know, doing? It's insane. And and like, do you have to be doing something with your hands? Is that part of it? I don't know what it is. It's like Jensen. I don't know what it is. And uh. I'll see myself doing this. I wouldn't even realize it. But like sometimes there'll be a camera in the studio, and I'll sure. be in the background, and I'll just be twizzling my beard. I'm like, what am I doing? Why and, am I doing that? And you that? think that's replaced you biting your nails? I think it has. It's just it's just something to do. So I, Muggs's I, suggestion is to move my addiction somewhere else. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Still have an addiction. So maybe I take up smoking? Yeah, pick oh, it up. Okay. I think it's too late for yeah, that. But it is true that I I guess I don't even know I'm doing it. I was going to say, is it one of those things where you realize after you've been doing it for 10 minutes? Yes. Oh, what? I've been... Well, when I grew out longer nails and I looked like one of the lead singers of SWV, I started <laughs> to, to bite on it and I would go, oh, there's a nail there. Does that make... Like, I would almost feel a nail for the first time and go, oh, it's, uh, right, I'm not biting them. Oh, I see. So that helps. Because they didn't used to be there because you bit them all the time. Yeah, it was like, I was, I felt the pride almost mm-hmm. in my mouth. Oh, cool. You yeah. know, and then and then I had to stop. But for some reason, then it just broke down. Then I was, then one, you know, snagged and then I bit that one off. And then next thing you know, well, I already bit one off and now I'm moving on to a second. And then it's just out of control. I've lost... You can't, literally can't stop. Yeah, they do have... Don't they have something they put on it yes. that tastes horrible? Yes, they have this, like, it's this, this nail polish stuff that you can put on. Which I've never done. And, oh, maybe you should try it. And I would love to. it's supposed to have, like, an extremely bitter, like, sour taste that you know... When you put your fingernail in your mouth, you're, oh, wait. Yeah, because I even tried to put poop on my fingers. What? Like, I would take, I'm sorry, what? I would take my, no, I'm kidding. But oh. wouldn't it be great if I took my poop? <laughs> By the way, it would totally work, too. I know. I would it would never. 100% work. I'd also have no friends. Do that over the weekend. <laughs> or, Let's or, try that over the weekend or, and see if it works. Or family. I'd have no family. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I guess it's just, I, I've never smoked. I've never done anything like that. And this is just an addiction I can't lose. And it's a little embarrassing because Extremely. it's Extremely. It's yeah. like I'm a five-year-old. Yeah. Let's uh, take a call. Let's go to Jake in Redondo Beach. Good morning, Jake. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thank you. So, uh, my I have my seven-year-old, I have four kids, and he's my youngest, and he has a terrible nail-biting problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, he plays a lot of sports, and we got this stuff called nail bite or no bite, and it's like a nail polish you put on, and it makes your nails taste like absolute crap if oh. you bite them. Oh, that is called no bite. No bite. And also, I want to remind yeah. you that he's talking to a forty-year-old trying to kick the same habit as a, as seven-year-old. a seven-year-old. Yeah, yeah, that's just something I need to point out. And it's did it work or not work? It did work. It worked amazingly. And I actually have a buddy who uh, his whole entire life, he was biting his nails real bad. And he's my age. He's 34, 35. And uh, he wound up using it himself, and it worked for him, too. All right. No bite. I'm, I'm writing no it down. And I will buy it on Amazon today. Look at that. I would, yeah, honestly. Make sure you get the more expensive one, though, because that's the one that really tastes like crap. There's a cheap one, like right. at CVS. Stuff like that, that uh, it doesn't yeah. work as well. A cheap one tastes like strawberries. <laughs> it's actually really tasty. Oh, wow. yeah, it actually, <laughs> actually encourages you to chew your nails. Bite the whole nail off. Yeah, crazy. Jake clearly works for no bite. <laughs> All right, thank yeah, you, Jake. No- Mm-hmm. All right, boss. That's it. See Thank you, bud. You. Thank you. Take care. Appreciate it. All right. You're going to do that over the weekend? I truly... This I is... would rather you did the poop thing first. Well, all right. I'll try poop, and then I'll move on to no bite, and then we'll see what happens. Perfect. It's Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen on K-Rock. The world famous K-Rock. Chuck and Colleen, it bears repeating, it doesn't get any higher. That travel alert is level four or red. It's level four it's level... or red. Call I will, everyone. Let's get out of here. Let's go home. We shouldn't even be here. Dr. Mo, welcome to the show. 
Uh-oh. I'm right here. Oh, okay. oh I We're thought not, he died. Yeah. I thought, lost I thought you died to coronavirus. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you hear that it's level four and it's red? Yes, level four and red. Right. We're waiting for like level six of the chartreuse or something. Now, we, like talk, we talked to Dr. Drew and he dismissed this. So we're coming to you as our second doctor. We need a second opinion. We need a real answer on we are going to die from coronavirus or we are not. And we, you, our guess is we you are. Know, you guys do this so often. It's hilarious. When you don't listen to Dr. Drew, then you call me like 2005. You did the same with bird flu. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. because he was wrong on that. As one. you know, that was also red. That was a level five. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, where was the bird flu epidemic? It's a very good question. Uh, okay. So, yeah. What do you need to know about coronavirus? Okay. I can calm you down. Here's what started. Mm-hmm. Call, calm us down. That's your. That's he's trying to keep us controlled. Right. Mm-hmm. He's he's, he's the big man. Bird flu. Big bird flu. <laughs> he's the man. Uh, okay. So here's here's <laughs> our first problem. Nicole Alvarez, a DJ here at K Rock was in the actual city. In, in Wuhan. In Wuhan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she came back here, she, literally during the same exact time, came into the studio, had a cough, didn't feel well, left, went to the doctor yesterday. This is an update for everyone who's listening. She was told by a doctor she doesn't have it, but we don't believe that doctor either. Right. So we're calling you now because we think we've been infected. Okay. She was. Uh, in, let me just say I, this. She was in the city of Wuhan mm-hmm. the day before they quarantined it. Okay. What do you mean, okay? What's what's going on? We're dying, right? Uh, So, you know, none of the news reports say that every single person in Wuhan is getting the virus. No, but it's uh, the entire city is quarantined, sir. Right. Well, yes. And uh, part of this is a little bit of panic. I'll just give you an example. Have you seen those images on television where they show people in China, like, walking along the side of the road, spraying some sort of misty, like, thing? Yes. They're clearly the disinfecting, that? trying to stay yes, alive. And they're wearing masks. Yeah, that you know that doesn't work. What? Why are we well, wearing masks? Well, my point is, why would they be spraying the side of the road with a white thing <laughs> for a respiratory virus? I mean, it just doesn't make any earthly sense. It's all show. Hmm. Now, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't want to... Dr. Bo is a big coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't... No, it's seriously. It is a good idea for us to realize how important infectious diseases and how scary it can be but on the other hand you kind of got to look at it in perspective everybody's going nuts because what there's as of last night 213 people dead and 9,000 cases six in the united states and yeah so everybody's you know the world health organization is getting involved it is a serious thing because it's a new virus that looks to be contagious and we're trying to figure out to make sure it doesn't get worse but remember also it's level four and it's red. red yeah I know, which okay. is fine, but why it's should that thing think? Okay, how many people died yesterday from the flu in the United States? Well, I don't know that because it's not level five red and I don't have to spray the sidewalk when I'm walking. Don't you think that if 8,000 to 20,000 people have died since October from the flu, there should be something code red somewhere? Yeah, that's a lot of people. So you're, wait, you're saying, between, from, you're saying between 8 and 20,000 people died yesterday alone from the flu? No, since October. Oh, 75 since October. a day from the flu in this country. Wow. You so, see my point? From, the, like, from the bird flu? Need, no, just... The bird flu never happened. <laughs> SARS in 2003, 8,000 people in the world got sick. Only 700 died. Only eight in the United States ever even had laboratory evidence. Remember how people went nuts about SARS and you yes, couldn't travel anywhere? That's eight people in the United States. So, Oh, and that's a good, good number idea. for you, huh? Yes, they didn't get that sick. <laughs> I what about killer bees, though, Dr. Mo? I should still be afraid of killer bees, right? 
Dude, I don't like bees. Okay. I'm with you. Bees make me nervous. All right, so, no, I'm on your side there. But I, it, seriously, I do agree. The coronavirus, people are going nuts. People walk into doctor's offices, and they're like, well, I don't want any of them damn flu vaccines, but you got one of them coronavirus vaccines? I'll take one of them. It is absolutely insane. Because level four or red. <laughs> I, okay, so Dr. Mo is okay. saying, if we're afraid of anything, be afraid of the flu, which I'm fine with because as long as I get to move my neuroses to another thing. I see. So it's not something new. It's something that we know. Right. Yeah, so you're fine. Go ahead and be neurotic about that. But actually, I, going back to Nicole, how many people get off a plane flight and don't feel so good? Everyone. In Everyone, general. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the fact that she came from Wuhan City means everybody on that plane, because they feel bad, has coronavirus? Right. He, I mean, it's right. it's a it's a much better chance than those of us that are sitting here in Los <laughs> yeah. Angeles. And, yes, she was in the city. Yeah. She was in I, the city. I don't disagree. I'm just saying, put it in perspective. Is she fine right. right now? Let's hear some perspective from the news again. Reserved for only the most dangerous situations. The virus is spreading, and as we're witnessing, so is the fear. The virus is spreading. Tonight, the path into Bradley International Terminal at LAX could be confused with a hospital ward. For precaution, I think. Masks to keep away the coronavirus. At LAX, it could be confused for a hospital ward, Dr. Mo. Oh, Did you I'm hear that? i my head so hard right now. <laughs> Did you hear that? Can you hear the news audio that I'm playing? I'm openly weeping here. All right, hold on. Car. Lots of uh, masks on hand and uh, just vitamins. Okay, so she's vitamins. <laughs> so she's using a mask and vitamins. She's running a Whole Foods. <laughs> well, now you're helping my point. I mean, come on. Yeah. Across the globe, we're up to 9,000 confirmed cases, 200 deaths worldwide. 200 deaths worldwide, and you don't care, Dr. Mo. That's what you're and saying. And Mo, I got this email telling me that someone has it around me. Have you, you've seen this email that I got. My school had a coronavirus hoax yesterday where it sent everybody into a panic and the principal had a mass email everybody going it's just a hoax, hoax. Uh, this isn't this madness that it's causing and, and please tell me that was your son <laughs> please tell me your son started that that would be the greatest no. thing in the world it was it would be uh, the no. greatest thing in the world no i didn't i can probably say my son is way too smart for that but uh, okay seriously it's that's that's kind of horrifying that people do that. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, so Dr. Mo is saying be afraid of the flu instead, that there's thousands and thousands of more deaths than with the coronavirus. And I guess what I'm thinking is, and I, I appreciate what he's saying, but do you think he would lie to us because then all like all the doctors know and then they are the only ones who survive? So the doctors see the panic yes. and they try to calm the public with anything they can, yes. any lies they want and to tell. And then they're the only ones that can save themselves. Yes. Mm. Are we on mm. you, Dr. Mo? Mm. I'm, I can You're in league with Dr. Drew, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the doctors. Just the doctors are going to be the only you, ones left. You, Dr. Drew, Dr. Mario, Dr. Demento, Dr. Dre. <laughs> Dr. Dre's going to own California, and then you'll get to pick. I see how this works. So you're saying I, the chances of us getting the coronavirus are high. That's exactly. Thank you, Dr. Mo. That's what you're saying? <laughs> we got him to where we wanted. All right, good. Thank you for taking the Love time you guys. today. I know you do. <laughs> Rest Not in your peace. wife. Rest in peace. K-Rock. L.A. and O.C.'s Alternative Rock. Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. Carol QFM. Selling a little or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launcher Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mugs is in. Yes, so this is the uh, time of the week where we bring you our picks for new music, or it could be older music that we want you to hear, depending on what's going on with... uh, the world right now um it is our that's my jam playlist which you can find over at krock.com everybody on the show picks it we you know old man ruben destiny picks one dave christine uh we're gonna start off with kevin who's your pick my pick is maggie miles her name is maggie miles she's a 20 year old singer songwriter from uh, western hills of northern virginia she was raised there uh, on 70s rock and she moved like a lot of people do to nashville even if they're not into country music. Nashville is a music city. It, I guess it is. named Music City. I don't <laughs> sound dumb, but uh, but she did go there, and she says that 90s grunge has a major source of inspiration for her, which is weird because this sounds quite disco-ish. Hmm. But I love the song. It's uh, Maggie Miles, and it's called Belief. Sound a lot like '90s grunge. Uh, not really. Yeah. Kind of more party dance, sort yeah, of dance pop, party, poppy, yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit. That's good though. Maggie yeah. Miles is Maggie her name. Miles. All right, Jensen. What yes. you got? Uh, very excited for a band called Glass Beach. Uh, they are out of Los Angeles. They are college nerds. They were they met as college radio DJs. Uh, they have a brand new album out, uh, and I was super into it. I, I I didn't know much about them, but I do people who, who are always looking to figure out how I hear new music, mm-hmm. I usually just download everything that's a new release for the week, 
give it at least five, 20 minutes, even if I don't know who they are. Five and to then, 20 minutes? Yeah, and then if I don't like it, I'm out. But if I like it, I keep it and then revisit it and listen to the whole Wow, album. that's a lot of time. It is a lot of time, okay. but I like music. Love it, yeah. Uh, and you can see why it pays off. With, with a song like this, it's from Glass Beach called Bedroom Community. It kind of has like a post-emo, uh, almost like pop punk, but very 80s vibe to it. Uh, and I love it. And all their music kind of sounds like this. So this is Glass Beach. It's up to shut the bedroom door behind her. She stands right beside her. She's trying to hard to stand out these days as being something that you sort of haven't heard anywhere. It, it has a little bit of early panic in it. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Uh, and kind of meets Broadway, yeah, dare and I say? Yes. And it's got the punk rock double bass. Yeah. I like it. Anyway, oh. I like them very much. That is Glass Beach from LA. Thank you, Jensen. My pick, I wanted to kind of dedicate to the unfortunate events that happened this week uh, with Kobe and everybody else on that uh, terrible helicopter uh, crash. So I picked a song by Public Enemy, which was off of the He's Got the He Got Game soundtrack mm-hmm. uh, in 1998. Did you guys see that movie? Oh yeah, that movie was starring it. Ray Allen. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess Jensen was telling me off air that this song that I picked, He Got Game, from mm-hmm. the title of the movie, uh, was loosely inspired by Alan Iverson. But His I, life, yeah. I picked it, of course, uh, because of Kobe. And you'll hear in it a sample of the very famous song from the 60s Vietnam era, Buffalo Springfields, for what it's worth. This is He Got Game by Public Enemy. It might feel good, it might sound a little something, but damn the game if it don't mean nothing. What is game? Who got game? Where's the game in life? Behind the game, behind the game. I got game, she's got game, we got game, they got game, he got game. It might feel good, it might sound a little something, but the game if it ain't saying nothing. Something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. So, yeah, that's right. great soundtrack. That, yeah, it is. Um, so you can find all of those picks on our Spotify playlist on krock.com. I hope you enjoy them. You can Today. also get it on our socials at Kevin Mornings. Yep. There it is. Today's celebrity birthdays, Portia de Rossi, Justin Timberlake, Kerry Washington, Mini Driver, Nolan Ryan, Hall of Fame pitcher, uh, Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols, formerly of Saturday Night Live, Bobby Moynihan, and Marcus Mumford, and that's what's happening. This is Kevin in the morning. Kevin in the morning. The world famous K Rock. K Rock. So Sunday is the second biggest food day uh-huh. after Thanksgiving. Continuous, that makes sense. continuous eating pretty much all day long. Love it. It makes sense. After it, Thanksgiving, it's the day I would least use a public toilet. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over you Thanksgiving, would never use a toilet. No, I wouldn't. You're public right. Toilet. You have yeah. called that out. Um, and Super Bowl parties are usually fun. Mm-hmm. They're usually fun. It depends on who's throwing them. Right. Right. We had a friend one time who had the TV not working. Oh, and we all got up. We were like, we're leaving. Yeah. And he's like, well, I can get it. I was like, well, you didn't check it. You don't think like that's an important part of it. And last year there was a guy who didn't eat food, but drank and then slept through the game. That's and awesome. We were like, eh, I envy that dude. <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> e, 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 he really e, wanted e, to see the game, though, is the problem with that. Yeah, well, he didn't. Uh, I remember one year uh, it was when the Seahawks blew out the Broncos. Uh, 43 to 8. Yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl. 
that's the year that I remember something terrible happening at a Super Bowl party. Well, that's what we're looking for is Super Bowl party disasters. Mm-hmm. 1-800-520-1067. You get a bunch of friends together, someone always does something bad, and it just devolves into chaos. Yeah. So I think when the game is good, people are focused on it, and that way things don't really go haywire. But this game, no one was paying attention to at a certain point. People were just getting drunker and drunker. And I was like, what? Mm. Why do people even stay? Like, just leave. Just go home. You don't need to stay here to just drink. Like, you could go home and stop watching a game. But everyone was almost like a glutton for punishment. And at one point, I saw it all happen in front of me. A dude spilled his beer on another guy. And I was like, oh, that's stupid. And I figured it, we're all at like a friend's house. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you just go, oh, sorry. And then maybe even ask your friend if you have an extra shirt or something. But these dudes just started screaming at each other, nice. pushing. And it were like o- almost like people had to like block. You know how like when there's a fight in a house, you're like, oh, not on the China. And like yeah. people start sort of surrounding. Don't fight here. Fight there. Yeah, like surrounding them to push them out of the room. Uh, and that started to happen. And then the party ended. Everyone get out. Everyone left. All because the game was like a total routing. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much what sets the tone. I can see that. Also, if you're rooting for the team that's getting blown out, it's yeah. so much worse. Oh, you're the worst. I mean, so and, I and you're imagine. sitting there in their jersey. Yes. And you're like, oh, the face Denver. Is Go, yeah. guys. Oh. I diverted a crisis and a disaster from happening at last year's I don't believe Super that's B- ever happened. I no, I have. I can't believe that's out of your mouth. Because I was the more adult person. Uh, that's never I mean, happened. I can't believe you're even pretending that you were adult more than anyone else. Last year, it was. I The minute I showed up, uh, big party, probably about 40 people. One of the guys knows of me. We're kind of, we're, we're not friends. Mugs walks in and everybody's like, oh, the adults here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, it was Rams and Patriots. He's a Patriots fan. I'm a Rams fan. And right away, like, without even like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, yeah, Rams suck. You lose. Yeah, I run. Uh, Patriots, bro. I'm like, oh, all right. Cool, and I'm man. sure you handled that perfectly. I'm like, yeah, good luck to your team. And right, that's and then, what you said. And then the game. Hold on, you're telling us that that's what happened. I really, Honestly, I, I was... believe that because he's so off. Like sports fans can be so aggressive. Yeah. Like I would immediately yeah. be like, dude, just get away. Yeah. Let's have a fun Super Bowl party, you weirdo. So you right? haven't had time to work up anger yet. Right. No. Out, okay. Not I yet. And right out of the gate, he was. Just, I was just like, I was getting like a, I was getting like a chip in a dude. He was like, Yeah, you're stupid. You're gonna lose. I'm like, okay, dude. All right. I do well, love that you're stupid. Uh, <laughs> Like it has something to do, I do love that. It has something to do with mugs. They're <laughs> so, going to lose because of mugs. Yeah. So, so I, I'm kind of like, we're watching the game. I mean, don't game. get me wrong. You are stupid. But I'm saying it's a <laughs> weird thing to you. say. Mm-hmm. So we're watching the game, and then, then I feel um, a soccer ball hit me in the back, like, he, hard. He threw it or he kicked it? He threw it. No. And, and randomly. And he's and he's like, he throws it, and it's like, Remember uh, in Billy Madison, like, oh, Doyle rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same kind of, like, look on his face. Oh. I'm like, Were oh. you the only Rams fan there? No. But Why was he picking on you then? Because he thinks I'm, like, a a, a bitch or on, something. Yeah. I don't know. It's like prison rules. Biggest guy. <laughs> Walk yeah. up to the toughest yeah, looking dude. The... Rams so, suck, dude. So then, at the end of the game, the game was <clears throat> a lackluster game. Yes. I mean, it, you got, it was like a 10-7. It was like, that was the final score, right? Yeah. He comes up to me, and he... He runs his shoulder to, as if he's going to try to tackle me. What are you? Who is and this? And he hits me like in the upper rib cage. How did you not punch him in the face? And I, and like, because I kinda, he's an adult. Right. So, right. so what? I grab him and I'm like, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, <laughs> yeah, man, it's fun, right? All right? Was he just wasted? Yeah. And I'm like, Ugh. dude. And then I got quiet. And there was you don't want mugs quiet. There was man. like he, there was he brings the heat. I, I was con- like I was steaming. I was like. 
do I want to kick his ass right now, <laughs> or, or should, should I, I wait? He's gonna get his ass kicked. <laughs> like, but when? Should, should, or, or should I just be cool? Because like, I'm at my buddy's house. His daughters are there. He's got a huge family. I'm like, so I just kind of just let it calm down. But I thank God I you're was, such an adult. I was an adult. Really... Again, again, I want to acknowledge he is the quiet adult and yes. very calm. Yes, mind. yes. Well, yes. It, 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 it averted a crisis and you a did disaster. Good. You which, did great. That's your role in life: is yes. averting crises. But I mean, I was crises. I was pissed. Well, I can you imagine. did the right thing. Yeah. All right, we're going to take your calls. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. David, you hold on. David had a guy who slept through the game and woke up on the last play of the game <laughs> and said, "What's the score?" And somehow ruined it. <laughs> so we'll take his call next on K Rock. It's Kevin in the morning with Ali and Jensen. K Rock. All right, we are talking about the Super Bowl party disasters. Mm-hmm. Yes. It seems like whenever there's a huge party, there's so much more chance of a disaster happening. Yeah. People not being adults. Right. Oh, like like this, me. Like says Mark. the supervisor. Right. Yeah. The narc. Mm-hmm. Uh, David in NoHo, thank you for calling. Thanks for holding on. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. So the, tell us. Uh, our Super Bowl disaster was, it was it, I think, 2000 when the Titans were playing the uh, Rams. And we were at this girl's house. We were all there together. We had all been partying the night before. And we watched the game, which was a super exciting game, if you recall. And it all came down to that one last play. Oh, where he was trying to reach across the goal Mm -hmm. line? Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Mm -hmm. that one. Yep. And uh, so we're all, like, on the edge of our seats. We've all been watching this whole game. And the girl who's hosting the party, she had gone to take a nap because we were all hungover. And she comes out in her bathrobe as the ball is about to be snapped for that final famous play, <laughs> and she, like, yawns and goes, what's the score? And she kicks out the TV cord right before <laughs> oh, the target. Oh, <laughs> my God. Nope. And that was the host? And, like, oh, the entire room is like, no! <laughs> that was the host of the party. It was the host of the party. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a party. It was just, like, ten people who had been partying at her house, like, the night before, and we all just decided to stay around for the party. But she kicked out the cord. For that last play, so none of us knew how the play worked out. We finally got the TV plugged back in, the cable rebooted, and the whole stadium is celebrating. There's confetti, but we couldn't tell who won. <laughs> That's awesome. That's kind of cool. It's better than seeing it, really. <laughs> Missing oh, it is better than yeah, I mean, It's great. That's, that's fantastic. Thank you, David, for the call. We appreciate that. Let's go to uh, Laguna Hills. Say good morning to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thank you. We're talking about Super Bowl party disasters. Yeah, I got one that's not actually from a party. It's from the night before. Okay. We had a big guy's trip out to Palm Springs. And, uh, you know, Saturday night we went out, and then two of our guys didn't come home. What? So all Sunday morning, yeah, we didn't know where they were. So all Sunday morning we were looking for them hangover style. Oh, no. <laughs> where, where were they? I mean, did you guys care or just so, watch the game? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Well, right, listen, we, I'm looking we, for them until 3, 3.20 yeah, p.m. Yeah, kickoff. And then I'm going right back <laughs> in and watching the game. Yeah. Well, well, luckily, we were we were out looking for them, but we eventually found them. Oh. You know. well, well, where were uh, they? I mean, it seems like you're underselling the idea that you lost two friends. <laughs> well, what happened was is that we uh, found them at a, I guess they found a 24-hour spa. So they what? were completely... Yeah, they were completely wasted. They fell asleep in the spa. That's, That's the worst until... ending to a story ever. I mean, actually, it kind of sounds nice. I actually kind of... <laughs> they I, fell asleep in it, a spa. We were looking for them for hours all morning, and we just... We were calling and doing... Their, their phones were cut, or not cut, but turned off, you know. Mm-hmm. We just... We're losing our minds. Oh it my felt God. like a movie hangover. I'm so friend, angry at the, them. The true party animals at the spa. I'm so <laughs> angry at them falling asleep in the spa while you guys look. 
All right, let's go to Jack in Irvine. Good morning, Jack. Hey, how's it going? Can't hey. help but notice all the colors on this topic are male. Our dudes, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> all right, Jack, what happened? Well, uh, during middle school, we were having a Super Bowl party over at one of my friend's houses. All the kids are in the basement. The parents are upstairs. They completely forget about a pizza they threw in the oven with the box. It lights on fire. Yes. They pull it out of the oven, set it on the countertop to try to put it out, lights the paper towels on fire, and they're too drunk to figure out what to do. So we got to watch the end of the Super Bowl from the backyard. And this was like 95. So Wait, so the house was literally, was the house literally on fire? Yeah. Oh uh, my. Part of the kitchen lit up. They lost the cabinet or two. He has no pizza experience. So you guys <laughs> literally just, even though the house is burning, you just stepped outside and watched the end of the game? Well, it's back in Connecticut. Like, we're all freezing our butts off, but we don't have cell phones back then. It was 95. Hmm. Did your buddy say, it's not delivery, it's Inferno? <laughs> so stupid. I don't even think DiGiorno was around back then. <laughs> this is Kevin in the morning. Kevin in the morning. The world famous K-Rock. K-Rock. Fridays. Mm -hmm. This time. Yes. We do keep it 100. Every week. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100. I keep it 100. Well, you guys, we asked you to text in. We look for 100, but there's always the ones who come really close. Mm -hmm. Like 99 from Savannah, Robert, from Savannah, Georgia. Wow. Oh, that's actually our 100. That is our 100. Oh, my yeah. God. I'm so happy because this song <laughs> is good. I was like, what's going on? 99, Faith No More, Easy from Billy in Huntington Beach. Also, uh, 101 was Trippin' on a Hole uh, in a Paper by Stone Temple Pilots, oh, which yeah. I love very mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Uh, that was from Sergio. But. Our caller 100 can only be one person. And it's Robert from Savannah, Georgia. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, guys. Thanks for streaming us. We I've already that. ruined what the song is. Yeah. But I feel like he can sell it better than I did. Listen, I love Mother. It is an awesome rock song. It gets me going on the weekend. And I think it's a song that I heard first on K-Rock. I've listened to it for years. It's great. Do you text every week? Or is this the first time you've tried it? No, I used to text only Sam the Armenian Comedian song. Right. And then you right. guys said you're going to have veto. We have one so veto each. No, no, but here's the yeah. thing. We have one veto each, but once we use it, it's yeah, gone. It's gone forever. Well, then I'm going right back to Sam no. the Armenian Comedian song. Oh, no, song. no, too late. It's already well, been decided. Here's the thing, though, is that I won't, you, I won't deny him because mm -hmm. I love Sam. Well, I'm the only one in this room. I have a feeling. Me and Robert are the only two people that love Sam. I have a feeling one of us would. <laughs> well, give us, uh, give us the intro, Robert. All right, here we go. This is Mother by Danzig on K-Rock. At that. I love, I love it. it. I, that's great. A little Danzig. Uh-huh. For Keep It 100. Congratulations. Thanks for calling. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Steve-O. Yeah, dude. Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen on K-Rock, LA and OC's Alternative Rock. I graduated from Ringling Brothers Barnum Bailey Clown College, which was statistically harder to get into than Harvard. So naturally, I was very proud of my acceptance. When I was going to clown college, my cousin was going to mortician school. 
and our mothers were intensely debating whose son was a bigger loser. <laughs> so I introduced Johnny Knoxville to my cousin one time, and old Knoxville said to him, you ever, you know, with a dead body? And my, my cousin just went, <laughs> hey. I don't know what that means, you, man. You, don't, you do know what that means, Steve-O. Dude, <laughs> how are you, man? I'm very well, thank you, man. It's uh, it's great to be here. I love you guys so much. Thank oh, you. Happy to have you. This uh, is your second home. We're happy to have you anytime. I I feel like there's nothing that Steve-O can do in his life that could shock me at this point. Like th I'm so desensitized to the things he's doing because crazy life from the beginning. Yeah, he's done everything. Yeah. And then he came in here and he said, "Oh, you guys, just so you know, I'm a tattoo apprentice now. Like yeah. you're tattooing." Uh-huh. I know. It was just like a crazy thing. I was like, oh, for a YouTube video. Like, uh, I'll, I'll give awful tattoos, you know, that nobody would ever want, except mm. with the caveat being I'll try so hard. And and I proved to be, like, for me doing tattoos, shockingly good at it. You are, and that, Was it, that a disappointment? Because you, the whole idea behind it was to be bad at it. Well, I mean, to give bad tattoos. Like, the guy who said, oh, I want a tattoo. And I said, great. I forget what the options I gave him were. Like, uh, some satanic thing or, or Takashi 6 9 <laughs> He left the option up to you? Uh, I, mean, like, I gave him the option. You gave him those two. Gave him two. Yeah, wow. Two. One guy said, uh, you can have a tribal tramp stamp. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or, uh, I forget. I don't know. But yeah, I just gave like, you know. Ridiculous. Both are ridiculous. <clears throat> you, but yeah. You, but you're better than you should be. I, I'm considerably. You're really good at it. Considerably better than I should be. I mean, I don't think I'm a good tattoo artist, but for Steve-O doing it, yeah, it's it's. So surprising. what are you what are you doing for it now? Like you're. Um, I, I've got my, my buddy down in San Diego, and, and he's sort of my guru, sure. and, and, and he, he teaches me how to do it. And, and I thought, man, this would be just like kind of a cool thing to do. I want to get licensed. And then, so I found out that the, a tattooer's license um, <clears throat> needs to be tied to a place of business, but that business can be an RV. So I just bought like a full-on <laughs> RV. Awesome. <laughs> I like the way you work. So, you know what? So I want to be a professional, but to be a professional, I need to get an RV. Let's get an RV. <laughs> So is the plan to do it out of the RV? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, that's great. RV Isn't that like kind of a cool idea of a, like for a format for like a little web series or yes, whatever? Yes, of course. You know, like, I'll just go cruising around and. Are you looking for people to get tattoos in your room? I don't have to look, dude. People are begging me. It's crazy, like, the because uh, I'll post when, when I do a tattoo. Mm -hmm. So it's, I'm, I've made it known that I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the, there has proven to be an an insane demand for Steve-O tattoos. I'm sure. <laughs> Mugs, would you get one? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. All right. Steve, would you be down? Okay, do you want Pee-wee Herman in a movie theater doing his thing? <laughs> mm, good. <laughs> I thought you were like, hold on. Uh, or? Or... Butthead pooping into Beavis's mouth. <laughs> Those are two great choices. <laughs> two great choices. Oh I know he's going to give you two classes. Oh my, I, I might. I, I mean, also, it's on your neck. <laughs> oh uh, I mean, look, uh, huge Pee Wee Herman fan mm -hmm. and huge Beavis and Butthead fan. Mm -hmm. and, um, I, I, I'm, by the way, these are the ones I was thinking about getting for myself. Oh, because, then I don't want to take them from you. Because because uh, my, my tattoo guru and I, our next step is to tattoo each other, perhaps at the same time. And and I was with my girl last <laughs> night in the hot tub. Mm -hmm. uh, we were throwing ideas back and forth, and those were my two favorites. Those are the two that you came up with? <laughs> well, yeah, whatever he doesn't take, Muggs. Look. 
I kind of want to get a bear wiping his butt with a rabbit. <laughs> but I feel like that's we've not... All, we've all had that dream. <laughs> I feel like that's not animal friendly. Or maybe <laughs> a, maybe a bear pooing in the woods. Right. Uh, that's uh, not or enough, a shark though. pooing in the ocean. <laughs> there you go. That's better. That's better. Well, I think we could try to set that up. So you yeah. literally just tried it and were so much better than you thought at uh, it. Right. I mean, it, it takes... Some time, like my my first pass, not very good. Okay, like when, like when you wipe away the ink, you know, after the first mm-hmm. pass, like like I tend to discover that it's like not even really in there. And who I did you do that over. on? Who did you do that on? That was like, yeah, keep the going. The first time, yeah. Oh. Who was your test subject? Well, they, I mean, I've had so many people show. Like at all my shows, I do a meet and greet with the entire uh-huh. audience. So the you know people will show up and then come through the meet and greet line with a tattoo gun. They'll be oh, like, "Oh, just do wow. it." They'll bring you a tattoo yeah, gun. Yeah, they'll, they'll bring it for me. Wow. And, um, so so I was doing. I said, "Okay, you know, it gets late. I don't really." I said, "Okay, I'm gonna try and do this as fast as possible." And, and this I, was the first time you ever first, tried it on human skin. Um, no, no, no. no. The, okay. Oh, it goes. The first time I ever tattooed human skin was like. I don't know, maybe 2006. Oh, okay. I feel like, uh, oh, wait, no, 2005. And I misspelled my own name. <laughs> How did you I, spell it? Estevo. <laughs> Different I, times. Yeah. It's, I, it's a Hispanic Stevo. Well, because the thing is that when you're tattooing, like uh, when the, the when the machine hits the skin, a lot of the time the ink kind of goes everywhere. Uh-huh. So you can't see where the needle's actually getting under the skin because it's this big mess of ink. And so then when you wipe it away, I wiped it away and it said, I, I was like, oh, I could have forgotten E in there. But um, the so, yeah, the first pass, it tends to just be, I got to keep going over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And like, so I'm really really not that good but but I'm proficient at not putting the needle where it shouldn't be. Okay. So so what it is is I have to keep going over and over and over but it takes But it gets me, there eventually. Takes me longer but that I get it. That seems there. like it's a real specialty in art. Like that really seems hard to just pick up. I, I yeah, it's uh I'm I'm getting I'm, I'm just sticking with it. Man. 10, 10,000 hours. Steve showed us some of the pictures it's of it. It's pretty good. And they're good. They're yeah. really you, good. Wouldn't, you wouldn't think it's like a novice doing this. No, he's well, getting there. Well, thanks, man. Is this like a big thing in your life? I had read that when you know, you're know you turning in your 40s, and you're in your <laughs> 40s. Is, is getting things off your list, like this tour, this bucket list tour, is that is that on your mind to do things you've never done before? Uh, you know, I mean, the... the, the... <sighs> Getting things off my list, yes. I feel like over, like in a general sense, being in my 40s, you know, I'm 45 now, mm-hmm. and, and I feel like, okay, I'm running out of time before it gets creepy to watch me do these stunts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that makes sense. You know, like, and, and, and whether I am or not is besides the point. I just feel like, okay, I'm going all out. I'm going to I'm gonna go, like, raise the bar crazier than ever. And, and what I've done sort of in, uh, you know, my entertainment career is I've just taken all of my world and melded them into one. Mm-hmm. So my my live touring show at this point is uh, it's it's like a, a comedy show doing a stand up routine about like how I'm you know pushing the boundaries with these crazy stunts. Mm-hmm. And then after each bit in the show, I screen the footage of these stunts. Of the stunt. Oh, I so see. So it plays sort of like a, a jackass premiere slash comedy show. So it's just this multimedia thing. And I could not be more thrilled awesome. with how... That sounds uh, awesome. I'm so sad. I just I, to find out what was too much for Steve. Right, yeah. seems like a, an event you'd want to go to. Do you have an age at which you go? Mm, I think that's going to be creepy. Or you oh, just figure it out when you get an, there. I don't have an age in mind, and my okay. body's still holding up. Good, which is a miracle. Which, yeah. By the way, like I, you've I, been bad to your body. Yeah, you I, I, I terrible. <laughs> and then you kick you kick the drugs and the alcohol. You have never looked better. 
In oh, my opinion, you. you're like glowing. Ah, you have that glow. It. It's Someone's amazing. trying to get a tattoo. <laughs> hey, look. So, by the way, back to the tattoo. You asked me Pee Wee or Beavis and Butthead. I think it's I think it's got to be artist choice. Sophie's choice, really. Yeah. Okay. Pick between the two. I mean, look. Too Steve, hard. whatever you want. Wait, right. wait, wait. We can also keep spitballing. Yeah, yeah there absolutely. You go. That's we, what an artist does. We follow each other on Instagram, so if you want to uh, slide into my DMs does. with some images. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Let it get can Jensen and I pick as well? We could get Just suggestions? Yeah. We could get a little group. I think we all follow each other. Yeah, yes. yes. great. We, we can get, get involved. A, little, uh, a little group. That's group awesome. Chat going. But, uh, but yeah, the bucket list, I, 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 I threw on some shows in Pasadena. Mm -hmm. I have three of them this weekend. That's, uh, let me just... Plug that for a second. It's tonight, yeah, Friday tonight at 8 p.m. Okay. Tonight sold out. And then tomorrow. Sold out. Tomorrow's at, the early one sold out. So at 8 and 10. Only, You're not letting me plug your thing, man. I know, dude. <laughs> There's I'm only sorry. one they can buy tickets to right now. It's going to be at the Ice House in Pasadena. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Yes. And uh, yeah, so, so yeah, dude, dude, give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, just give it a shot. <laughs> what, can people bring a tattoo gun? Uh, well, no, I have my own gear now. Oh, so. Nice. So it's tomorrow yeah. night, 10 p.m. Right yeah, at I'm, the Ice House. Go see Steve-O and the pranks that were too much to do for yeah. him. I, I mean, it really, really was like these ideas I had for the longest time. I never thought they were going to happen. Like Tickets, I, yeah. I explained the last time I, I was in here, I, I told you about the one where I fell out of the airplane, 15,000 feet in the air, simultaneously mm -hmm. peeing white. <laughs> and yep. by the way, I yep. appropriated that from you, peeing white, <laughs> as a, the radio safe term. We did say that, yeah. I yeah. do. Uh, I do love. It's so colorful. Peeing white. Yeah, we got. That, it. We heard that it. should be the name of your autobiography. <laughs> uh, you can get tickets. They're only thirty dollars. <laughs> Shows are twenty-one and up. Go to icehousecomedy.com. Steve-O, we love having the you. Greatest. We love having you. Well, thank you, man. I, I love being here. All right. Well, let's see about this tattoo. Oh, I can't wait, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Thank you, man. Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. Carol QFM. J Rock. Guys, it bums me out that we do the show five hours a day, five days a week, and people don't get to hear it all. In the future, there's got to be some scientific way for people to go back and listen to stuff they missed. I'm sure science would work, but I think I'm just going to rap about it. Been another five days on the radio, so I rhyme words on this beat you ought to know. Matter of fact, we had a visit from the great Steve-O, and Allie plays ping pong like she is a pro. We found out old man Ruben has a twitch, and Omar's daughter is a disappointing snitch. Russell Peters said hello, he was a gift, and for big game foods, we miss pizza on the list. We're cheering on the Chiefs because of Eric Stone Street, and if you're on an airplane, then cover your feet. Junior Mesa was a highlight, but I might be biased. Nicole Alvarez traveled and came back with a virus. Kevin had words with the Chinese food place, even though I bet he asked to have it sent to his place. With the tragedy this week, it's hard to ignore. Rest in peace, GG and number 24. Love that, love that. A lot of stuff going on. Ali is out today. Yes. With coronavirus, we believe. Awesome. Muggs is here to fill in for one last... What's happening? Yeah, so Super Bowl Sunday coming up, and... Um... Of course, by the tragedies that happened this past one, we are learning that there are some ads that have been either edited or pulled. One of them uh, featuring Chrissy Teigen and uh, husband John Legend, a uh, Hyundai Genesis commercial. They had a scene that contained a helicopter uh, at the beginning of it. Yeah. And they decided to take that out. You I know, can see that. Feel Makes sense. That was too cl closely related. Also... Hard Rock International edited its first Super Bowl ad to remove scenes, including uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that could be considered insensitive. So mm -hmm. they are um, <clears throat> adjusting what's being played during during Sunday's uh, game. It's I'll super weird that everybody's sort of having to guess at that stuff. You assume people know what they're doing, but yeah. they don't really. They're just... 
guessing they yeah. don't want to be inappropriate. It's, it's yeah. uh, better to be safe. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Um, do you guys want to hear Elon Musk's new EDM song? Uh, that's a facetious question, correct? More I mean, than anything in life. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we, do we have it? Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's play it, and then we'll just talk this about it. This is Elon that. Musk is what you're saying. This is Elon Musk. Yes. Kids are saying, saying don't insane. doubt your vibe because it's true. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, please, stop. please stop it. Please stop it. I mean, it's really... That's, you've heard the whole... It's awful. That's fantastic. Okay. Uh, so, he dropped that... Define fantastic. He dropped that last night. Define drop. <laughs> and he says... I wrote the lyrics and performed the vocals. Okay, mm-hmm. but that means he had a producer do everything. Don't doubt your vibe, yeah, man. right. That's half of his song. Yeah, Kevin, you're down the vibe right now. Don't doubt your I am. vibe. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm down the yeah, vibe. Yeah, and the artwork for that song is his famous Cybertruck. So when he displayed it, when he debuted it, he uh, tried to prove that the windows were indestructible yeah. by throwing a rock at it. And, well, those... Windows smashed. That was yeah. super on, hilarious. On impact. It would have been much cooler if the so, art was with the windows smashed. So so when yeah, it comes agreed. to Cybertrucks... Muggs is not listening. He's, he's literally not. just rolling through the news. What? No, uh, sorry, am I, am sorry, I a selective no, listener? Don't worry. Yes, you are. Yes. Don't it worry. would have been a lot funnier had the windows been broken, yeah. is what he said. Muggs so what is, I was saying was... <laughs> I'm so happy Muggs is filling in. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... <laughs> you guys, James Corden... Yes. ...has revealed that he went to therapy... Quickly after fame went to his head, mm-hmm. um, he was uh, being quoted in an interview saying, I started to behave like a brat that I just don't think I am. And, and it's so intoxicating. The first flush of fame, uh, and he, if it's not, you you don't know what, what it's going to do to you if you're not bred for it. And that came after his Gavin and Stacey uh, sitcom success. Mm-hmm. So I think we have another quote from James, too. These are people, but they're cats, and this is kind of blowing my mind. I would go to therapy if I was in cats. Right? Yeah. yeah. Didn't, yeah. End, didn't end well. <laughs> Very uh, big disaster. He's yeah. fine, though. James yes, is James fine. is the James best. Is doing fine. Also, I, I, I said it before. I, I worked with him. I was I worked on the show. Mm-hmm. He's always nice. Yeah. Always a kind guy. So that therapy must have worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today's celebrity birthdays. Jensen mentioned our, bu- our good buddy, Comedian, actor Paul Shear, Marcus Mumford, Bobby Moynihan, formerly of Saturday Night Live, Johnny Rotten, Nolan Ryan, Mini Driver, Kerry Washington, JT Justin Timberlake, and I forgot one person. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother, Mama Muggs. Oh, it's her, birth- it's her birthday today. I hope she listened to that break and is super Same. proud of you. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. They're going to blow He's going to blow it. The last what's happened. She knew it. She knew <laughs> it. Do you think that really happened or... Do you not think that really happened? So, Bugs, you, thank, did well. you did great. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for having me. Good job. I look forward till next time. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> like there's going to be next time. <laughs> These SoCal helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win. The Striker and Clients commercial free for all during your drive home today. Have a great weekend, and we will see you on Monday morning. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Are we going to bone later? That's not great. What's option B? My cat just bit me on the foot. <laughs> <laughs> that really hurts. <laughs> 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 this point-
when I'm more bean than jean. Just pass it around. Matter of fact, everybody's got the day off. Everybody's got the day off. Y'all got the day off. Everybody go home. I'm so appreciative of all you guys' hard work. I love every single one of you, except you, Tad. Bagel Friday is for everybody, Tad. You don't think we know you taking the bagels? Yeah, Tad, not cool. This has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart. And uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And uh, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. What can I say? Mamba out. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.